Grace and peace to you all. Welcome to the Life Eternal Podcast, where it is our mission to preach the truth to a lost and dying world. And that truth is Jesus Christ. I am your host, Pastor Ronnie Young, and I am happy to be here once again to share with you the Word of God as it is written, as a source of encouragement and spiritual food to those that are searching for the truth. We're going into our second episode of Living a Balanced Life in Christ Jesus, and we're going to be reading from James chapter 2, verses 1 through to 13. But before we dive into the Word of God, let us pray. Father, I lift up your holy name. I worship you. I honor you. I glorify your holy name. Father, we thank you for the listeners that are listening. Father, I pray that you bless them and keep them cover them under the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I pray that these words will be a source of encouragement for their souls and a source of encouragement, Lord God, in their journey with you, Lord God, and living a balanced life. So, Father, I pray that self will be crucified in me, Lord God, as I bring forth your word. We thank you for your word because your word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for this day. This is the day that the Lord had made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's get right into it. The book of James, chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory with respect of persons, for if there come unto your assembly a man a gold ring and goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are ye not then partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken, my beloved brethren. Hath not God chosen the poor of this world, which in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seat? Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called? If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ye do well, but if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, Do not commit adultery, said also, Do not kill. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, Thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy. He hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against judgment. Amen. So we thank God for his word because his word is able to correct and shine a light in areas of our lives to provoke and promote change. The word of God is able to heal you, to set you free, and 
that in itself is a powerful thing because you see the word of god is jesus christ the bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god i want to make a couple of points based off these verses of scripture in the book of james chapter 2 verses 1 through 13 first point i want to make is that judgment that is based on status is a sin of partiality you know sometimes in life at some point we have judged based off appearance class status or even color this is a sin of partiality because there is a respect of persons going on the bible says that there's nothing new underneath the sun and as we see these things in our world today the same thing that some of us are are, are guilty of concerning the sin of partiality the same thing we saw during biblical times so during these times and you can go back um, to the first episode of, of this podcast of living a balanced life in Christ series in which I delve into more so the history of that time and you could find that in episode one now rome served as a governing body over judea when james was in this area and rome sent procreators to judea and they were responsible for managing um, the uh, financial affairs of um, that roman province they had administrative powers um, as an agent to make and oversee the different affairs of that particular region So, Rome at that time was a military as well as an economic superpower of its day and had great influence in the known world. So, this system of government comprised of the rich um, ruling class during those days and the people were being taxed heavily by this um, empire. Now, the Bible says, For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring, in goodly apparel and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment now we can see the distinction between the poor and the rich and we can see classism back in those times in which you know um, favor was given to a particular people of a certain aristocratic and social class um, so the scriptures are clear based off when these people of nobility come into our assembly or if they are famous Um, Or in those days, the synagogue, which is another word for the assembly, in those days, there has to be, as saints, an equal respect of persons in how we treat people. It's important how we treat people when we try to look on someone based on societal, societal classes. Now, the Bible says that those who are led by the Spirit um, are the sons of God, Romans 8 verse 14. And so... Let us be spiritual in our pursuit in discerning. You see, we serve a God who don't look on the outward appearance, but he looks on the heart. Sometimes the outward appearance or the outward physical appearance can be deceiving to the natural eye. And people will show you what they want to show you. Just because someone looks good, has some nice clothes on, has money, our treatment of them Um, by us as believers should be the same as with someone who are without um, or in this case as the scripture says the poor so our lens the way how we see our lens have to be corrected 
And this is going to take a daily denying of self so that we pick up the cross and follow Christ. Amen. So Jesus Christ said that he had not come for the righteous, but sinners to repentance. You know, this gospel of Jesus Christ and how in how to live a, a balanced life in Christ Jesus is not only for a certain group of people, but it is for all people from all backgrounds and nationalities. When we get into this notion that salvation is only for a certain set of people, then we miss the remark because God, as the scripture said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So even in a certain context today of race, um, just for an example, we are not supposed to judge someone based off the color of our skin. Back, back in the civil rights era of the 60s, we had two water fountains in which one modern water fountain machine was for the whites that was capable of delivering cold water and the other fountain was for the colors uh, which was nothing more than a sink with a water fountain attached to deliver tap water that sometimes had stains of hard water flowing through the plumbing now this sin of partiality was not long ago in how we treat people and these things serve as a lesson for humanity as believers of Christ, you know, to treat people with love and respect for all. So it's important that we let our light shine to men, that they may see our good works and that they will glorify the Father which is in heaven. So our posture as believers of Christ is to have a balanced message of hope and speaking truth in love because God is love. Those who he loves, he corrects. You see, God judges based on the heart, and we see this clearly in Scripture in the book of Samuel, when Samuel the prophet anoints David. While Samuel at first looked on Eliab, one of Jesse's sons, and said, Surely this is the Lord's anointed. The Lord's anointed is before him. But God said not to look on his countenance, his height, neither his stature. God said he does not see as we do, for a man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. So Samuel made an assumption at first with Eliab. Um, then his thinking shifted when God corrected him, and, and so he remained obedient to what God was telling him who to anoint. So we see Samuel the prophet went through Abani. Abinadab, um, Shammah, and seven of Jesse's sons passed before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord hath not chosen these. The one um, Samuel anoints is the one that was in the field, and this is the one that they overlooked, and that was David, the keeper of the sheep. He was not regarded um, because of his age and that David was the youngest. But you see, God had already placed something in David, even from the very foundations of the world. So he placed something in David that the natural eye could not see. And that was the state of his heart, a heart that was after God, because David was a man after God's own heart. So this story is an example that God's ways and thoughts are higher than our ways and thoughts. 
Another point I want to make is that James make mention of um, the law of love. Love your neighbor as yourself. I like how the scriptures considers um, this royal law because in loving your neighbor as yourself, you treat people in the way you want to be treated. When you love yourself, it is easy to love people. You are easy to forgive and release people. Loving your neighbor as yourself could be from those closest to you, like your spouse, children, family, friends, or those further from you, like your co-workers at work, or um, bro- your brothers and sisters in Christ at church, um, and just humanity in general. So, love covers a multitude of sins when we deeply love this kind of love from god the agape love will empower us to treat people the right way and not be partial to someone because of their skin tone background class economic standing etc but this kind of love as we grow and mature more in christ will show us what it means to love if we break one of these commandments we pretty much have broken them all the commandments of God is the whole package. You see, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious rulers back in Christ's day, didn't understand this concept because Christ was addressing the stony hearts of the people because they lack the love and compassion towards their fellow men, brethren, and brothers. Mercy and compassion triumphs over judgment. It is because of the mercies of God why some of us are still alive, even until this day. In our thinking, in the dealings and the affairs of the kingdom, we have to be balanced in our thought process as well as our discernment of people, places, and things. For his mercy endureth forever. So we give God thanks because he's so merciful and because he's so gracious. For God will not show mercy to the one who has not been merciful. So let us therefore show love, compassion, mercy to our fellow men. You know, one man who exemplified love, compassion, and mercy to the world is Jesus Christ who died for our sins so that we might have life and have life more abundantly and to obtain the gift of salvation. It is because of his love while we are here to thank God for his son who died, is risen, and coming back again. You know, the scripture said that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It is because of God's love for us, the reason why we are saved when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So accept Jesus Christ today. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your holy name. We thank you for your words that have been gone forth. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that these words will provide as a source of encouragement and spiritual manner for your people, for them to grow, mature, and to experience living a balanced life in you, Lord God. Not according to our thinking, not according to our ways, because your ways and thoughts are higher than our ways. So, Father, I pray that you lead and direct our lives, that we will not see with our our natural eye, our physical eye. But, Father, that we will be led by the Spirit to see with our spiritual eye, Lord God, 
and to see, Lord God, what your word is saying, your written word, as well as your rhema and audible word is saying in this season, Lord God, and what we can extract from your word to apply it to our lives so that it could be applicable to our families, to our daily living, Lord God. We thank you for what you're doing in this season, Lord God. And I, Father, I pray that you lead and direct the listeners who are listening. Bless them and keep them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Life Eternal Podcast. I pray these words were a blessing to you. The Lord bless and keep each and every one of you. Until next time, take care and Godspeed.